0: Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Turn off your laptop.
1: We're on staycation. I'm on TotalWine.com. They have so many rosés, chardonnays, and proseccos. It feels like a real vacation.
0: Wondrous selection, helpful guides, ridiculously low prices. Total Wine and more.
2: Thank <laughs> you.
1: Welcome to the club, it's brought to you by the Pitchball Football Fan App, giving the fans a voice, get your free download on the App Store and Google Play Store. Tonight uh, on the club, we've got Gav, how are you doing Gav?
2: Oh good Ray, oh good, heart rate is starting to come down now a bit.
1: Yeah, there's a little, little bit of excitement there for everyone, and Keith? How's it going Ray, how are you? Yeah, good, good little bit different tonight. We're not in the bunker. Uh, We're doing things remotely because a few of the lads have gone over to Anfield. and They've seen Liverpool sneak a 3-2 win against West Ham. Um, Not something that we've probably seen coming. So we'll just go back to the start, uh, Gav. uh, Just in terms of the team, um, I guess the only question mark was around who would come in for... Henderson and it was uh, Naby Keita who was given the nod um, and all his XG chain um, that goes with it. How 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 did you feel about that one?
2: Um, I think it was the obvious choice, Ray. To be honest, like you know, I I called I thought Milner might start, but I think he was left out of the squad with a slight muscle strain. And I think Klopp said beforehand he he was going to start Milner if if he was if he was fit, obviously, but he wasn't. But when when it came down to then looking at the side we we're up against in West Ham, the way we thought they were going to play and the way we thought we were going to play and what what's on when I say what's on the line I mean it's another three points towards the title. I thought if it's not Milner it'll be Cater. Um and yeah, I absolutely fine with the team. The, the midfield looked like a midfield that could work hard, break up, play and create and although it didn't quite work out like that, the team was fine for me.
1: Yeah, I think uh, Klopp. I seen Klopp's interview before the game, and he and he said that Milner had picked up an injury, so it sounded like potentially he would have gone with Milner actually had he have been fit. Um, but for you, Keith, um, you know Oxlade Chamberlain. We'll get on to him a little bit later. Do you think he was maybe a bit unlucky not to get the start?
0: Yeah, I think he is, but um, myself, I thought Kata would have played and I thought Milner would have played as well. I thought maybe Winaldum could have sat this one out Um, again, looking at the opposition, looking who, you know, home game against West Ham, you'd expect a couple of changes and it won't affect it. Um, I think Cox is unlucky, uh, but he seems to be um, looking to get Kata as many minutes as he can, maybe get a few minutes into his legs again, because every time he becomes available he does tend to try and play him into the team. And it didn't surprise me that he was given the nod tonight. Maybe Ox is a bit unlucky, but look, there's plenty more games. And I think, as you said, we'll touch on it again. But I don't think Ox done himself any harm when he did. Come on.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So look, um, you know, if you look at how the game pans out, you know, we get an early goal, which, you know, you, you always want to get off to a, a handy start at Anfield and, you know, the goal itself um, looks like it's going out for a corner. I think it's Firmino had a an effort and just as it's about to go out for a corner, uh, Trent whips a, a lovely ball in and Wijnaldum sticks it in the bottom corner with a lovely header. Gav, for you, should the keeper do better?
2: Oh, most definitely. Um, I think it's a decent block off. It, goes, it, it does look like it's going out for a corner. Uh, Firmino looks and thinks it's going over a corner. Trent gets onto it and whips a great ball in. When them in a great position, let's be honest about it. That's where you want your midfielders when you're attacking. Uh, comes off his marker and it's a decent header. But Fabianski, the funny thing is, Ray, right? Fabianski, do you remember going back to before we played them at whatever that ground is called, the Olympic Stadium? And, Stadio yeah, Olímpico, Stadio Olímpico, <laughs> yeah, um, the East, the East End, stand, Stadio Olímpico. <coughs> the thing um, the thing for me was when we were approaching that game do you remember I think he did he play Sheffield United shortly before that and he gone off injured and we we're like God, yeah. that's a big loss for them he's a really good Didn't goalkeeper it looked like he was coming back yeah. yeah and I think he plays against Liverpool and we beat them and then tonight you're going he's a really good goalkeeper you know he's decent and then he does that I don't know what he's trying I don't know whether he's trying to push away from goal and mistimes it or the skids off the surface but it, it's a goalkeeping error that leads to the goal although it's a decent cross it's a decent header it's definitely a goalkeeping error you know and it's and funny enough it's not as worse one of the night which is, which is a bit crazy <laughs>
1: Yeah So I mean look we get off to the perfect start and you think this is going to be a bit of a procession and you know you hear pre-game you know predictions of 4-0 5-0 and so on um, but West Ham you know, to the credit, they, you know, they go up the other ends, they get this succession of corners. And I noticed um, certainly by the second corner, they had a clear tactic of putting Antonio onto Alisson. And Alisson wasn't really kind of, you know, giving him too much of a push out the way for me. Uh, and ultimately, you know, he's no he's no real presence when these corners are coming across. And I think it's the third corner in succession. And they score the goal. The scores the goal. Um, was that a shock to you, Keith, to see someone scoring against us at Anfield? It was,
0: and it was so soft as well, you know. But um, I think if does anyone that sort of gets a pass for the likes of that, it is it is Alisson. Um, you're just not used to seeing goals that soft going in, you know. Mm. And they obviously, as you said, they had a plan uh, to surround them and put them under pressure, but, you know. Again, it, it's it's a mistake that I we was sitting there watching it, and I'm like, "What's what's after happening there? Surely there's a foul somewhere." No foul. I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. like, "What can you do? It happens, and you just you know it. You know, Allison that it, it doesn't overly affect him, as he later on in the game we'll see. You know that he still pulls out the big saves when you need him. So that's a good thing. You know, you had that little lapse." And it didn't get to him whereas Fabianski had his laps and it started plays on him for the rest of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I was happy enough that it, it didn't cost us anything. But yeah, it was it a, a rarity? You know, it was a collector's item.
1: Yeah, Gav. I mean, you don't really we don't give up a lot of corners really. But as it turns out tonight, West Ham got eight corners, and I know Shawnee was saying on the WhatsApp group, you know, maybe Allison needs to you know, come out and, and, you know, if it's blatantly a foul, VAR will give it at the end of the day. Do, do you think we should have gone a little bit cuter there as, as you know, more and more corners were coming our way? Uh,
2: we, we probably could have done something to try... To try stop that, I suppose we could have we could have probably stood our own defender in front of Allison, so mm. Antonio couldn't get straight on him, and then look for a defender to push him away, from, from Allison, and if Allison wanted to get around both of them and come out for a fair enough, but it was definitely a ploy. You called it early in the WhatsApp group saying, "Look, this is an issue uh, that you spotted from probably the first corner they had." Do I blame Allison on the goal? No, I think he is trying to he's looking to get to get Antonio out of the way. It's a whip ball, it's a it's a glanced header with loads of pace on it. And he gets down. I think it's it's probably more or less in before he gets his hands. You know the fact that he does quite well to actually get it into the side net. And, uh, most keepers that just flashes past and it's it's a goal. You know I don't see many keepers saving it. I don't blame him for it. But having said that, between him and whoever's in that area of the six-yard box for corners or who's designated there, they could have said to anybody, listen, just come and stand him right in front of me and what will happen is you'll block him and I can move around in either direction to come and claim a ball if need be. But it did cause his issues and that's what they were looking for, Ray, you know. Like in open play, they were getting it wide and alright, they were getting a few crosses in but they were more than happy to have their crosses blocked so they could get men up the pitch to try to attack a corner. Because outside of that there was one or two, Gomez makes a mistake in the fourth half but outside of that yeah. there's, there's not a hell of a lot where you go, they're creating loads of chances here.
1: No, and look, I don't think we were covering ourselves in glory as well in that first half where we, I mean, we were we were bang average really and you know, some of the players for me who, you know, have had some recent injuries were, were very quiet. I didn't think Fabinho was great, uh Cater was okay, wasn't great, uh Manet was very quiet. I mean, Keith, is it a bit of a concern? I know this all coincides as well with the with the winter break, but there's a little bit of concern how how sluggish and how off their normal standards some of those players we we really need to come to the fore you know in terms of where they're at at the moment. Uh,
0: yeah, in some ways it is. It's you there's so many of them that are just having that little sort of I wouldn't even say a dip a little lull in their form, and um, they they've put a lot in. You know, they have put a lot into the season so far and maybe they are just taking their foot off slightly and it is starting to show a bit. Now, maybe we should be using the squad a bit more. You know, maybe in Bournemouth coming up at home, maybe throwing a minute or the Norigi into the front three. Mm. And give one of them a rest. You know, maybe Manet yeah. does need it a week or so or extra off. Maybe Salah could do a break. Maybe Bobby could. You know, maybe the all could probably do a sit one out. Um but you know, it's it's I have said it before, I think these breaks, we always come back a bit tired out after them. And I just think we'll we'll motor up to our up to speed, but it just won't be as quick as everyone would like you know and the way these fixtures come right West Ham Watford Bournemouth, they're not the worst
1: no they're,
0: they're
1: not. not the worst no they're not and um, and obviously we've got the FA Cup um, sandwiched in yeah. between all of that so look it's 1-1 one, one, at half time uh, you know I think Sky we're getting quite excited Mark Tyler's getting quite excited Alan Smith's getting quite excited um, but look um the excitement levels go up another notch when uh, <laughs> even more of a surprise when West Ham go two one up. And and to be fair, it's a you know, it's a nice ball across. It happens to fall into a corridor I'll where there's a West Ham Am- Yeah, well, it was the corridor of <laughs> uncertainty for us because it just falls perfectly for a West Ham player. And for now, he kind of scuffs it a little bit, but you know, sometimes those things are the best things that can happen in that situation because it really gives Alisson no chance. And, um, you know, the shock is potentially on. Gav, were you, were you worried at that stage? There was still 35 minutes to go. wasn't worried.
2: I was frustrated because when you get to time you're thinking Klopp will eat the head off these here. He'll go absolutely mad at them and we come out and and we, in fairness we did, we come out and started quite well second half but like you said it's a decent ball across he does scuff it and them kind of scuff things where you half hit them they, You sometimes you have more chance of going in when you catch them clean you know when the yeah. keeper hits get you know he's going where he expects to go <coughs> Um was I panicked? no um, I think we've seen enough in this team over the last probably two years to know that regardless of whether we're 1-0 up with 35 to go or one 0 down, it doesn't really make a difference. To us. We have a way of playing and we will stick to it. Um, but he, like he he makes he makes the change. He gets Kate off and he puts on he puts on Oxley Chamberlain. He's looking for a bit more more directness. I think in in the team. Yeah. Although yeah. don't get me wrong, I don't think Kate was the worst player there tonight, not by a long mm. shot. But I think just. The way he was sitting a bit deeper and getting hold of the ball and trying to be in, intricate, all right, it was decent. But Oxley Chamberlain coming on, he just gives you that bit. He's a bit more direct. He get the ball of his feet and he let let it go or he or he get a in. But no, I wasn't. I wasn't. Them. Um, I, I wasn't worried. I was just more frustrated and a bit pissed off because I, I don't know what it is about West Ham, but there's nothing <laughs> to like about them. Not really. You know, you know, like like I don't know if Newcastle came and and done that, to us, we should be going. Newcastle aren't too bad. You know, the way, mm-hmm. you, you know, these things happen. And like Keith said, we're a bit, we're a bit sluggish and we're a bit, uh, I think the talk of, of the mini pre-season that was, that was talked about over the, the, the week leading up to um, the Norwich game, I think that's starting to show. I think they have yeah. been worked very hard and, and I think they take it a little while to get out of that. And when they get out of it, then they seem to spring on and go. But no, not worried, a little bit frustrated, but I always had confidence that we would win it.
1: Yeah. 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 I mean Keith, um, as Gav says, the you know, the one thing you do like to see in those situations is the manager reacting with a positive change and Oxley Chamberlain comes on and within a few minutes you can see, you know, that he's there he's you know, he's given us that extra attack and impetus. And I think as Gav said, Cater didn't play too badly, but then when you see what you've brought off the bench and what he's doing, it probably makes Keita look sluggish in comparison, yeah?
0: Yeah, and I suppose like they're they're two players that sort of um, are going for the one position um, as the sort of attacking midfield player, but they're so very different, their qualities. You know, Kate Will get his foot on the ball and will is very cute in possession and will drive and will look for little intricate passes. Whereas Oxlade Chamberlain is much more direct and you could see the difference when he came on. Like he had he didn't have that many shots, but the threat was there as soon as he came on. You know, we picked the ball up maybe 30 yards out with a mm-hmm. bit of space and you knew right if he swings at it. So West Ham were having to push out. Those the they disallowed the offside goal where it came to him. Out in that uh, dangerous little area and he slid one into Trent yeah. you know there was yeah. he was, it was a, a different threat that he had to deal with and um, it was it was a good positive change and he done well when he came in there without doing too much now I have to say that like, he didn't have that many many touches but sometimes what I find with, with Oxley chamberlain can be and players like that Coutinho and Gerard before him you know when they sort of their game is taking the shots from distance and you know, we can fall into a trap nearly of just taking pot shots. And I don't think he done that. You know, I think he was very smart and intelligent with the play tonight. me.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, let's put it into perspective. You know, the opposition are, you know, down the wrong end of the table. And, you know, we were starting to create, you know, waves of yeah. attacks. And look, at the end of the day, it there was probably about a five-minute period there from probably 60... 63 minutes onwards till just before we scored the goal where you might have to start to think mm, is it going to be one of those nights you know these things can happen from time to time but look we get the goal 68 minutes Mo Salah and in all fairness he was embarrassed by that goal going in the back of the net wasn't he Gav?
2: Yeah he was a little bit wasn't he um, you know these things happen, and, and like I said earlier, Fabianski makes a, a howler of sorts for the fourth one. Uh, this one's even worse. Uh, and do you know what? Like, uh, I'm not surprised Salah was embarrassed because it's square to him, absolutely perfect. Mm. You know, and I don't know why he's just not lashing that in the net. Yeah. He's, he's trying to guide a left footed shot along the ground, yeah. and it's at the middle of the goal. Like, why isn't he just lashing that in the net? Um, and I, I don't know, like, look, Fabianzi makes an absolute heller. There's no doubt about it. Um, and it gets us back in the game at 2-2. But I have to say, Ray, it was decent play. It was a good ball by Robertson, who I thought was not iffy tonight. I think he just looked a, bit, a yard off it, to be honest. I thought most of them did, uh, particularly the full-backs. But Salah scores. But I just want to go back on, on the Oxlade-Chamberlain. I think we missed Henderson tonight.
1: Oh, 100%. Right.
2: Now, people will say, and, and I've seen people on Twitter say, well, we've been like this for a couple of weeks. Absolutely, we have. We've been a bit, I thought against Norwich, we are a bit sluggish. Henderson supplies money. I thought they'd <coughs> let go Madrid. I thought, overall, I don't, it was a very mixed game, I felt. And tonight, don't get me wrong, we, Henderson has, hasn't been at his best over the last couple of weeks, but I think the intensity in midfield goes down a level. I and mean, when mm. it's at a low level already yeah. and then you take Henderson now, I think it drops to, it's very, very poor, the intensity, yeah. no, to be honest with you. I think Fabinho yeah. looked a bit lost. Yeah. And what I mean by that was, he usually gets it and he knows Henderson is there and he gives it to him. You know, he was kind of looking around for Nabia Keita a little bit when he was getting the ball. and um, The avenue to Trent was being cut off by players dropping into that space, whereas Henderson would just clear out that space and let them play. And... And Kate was trying his best when Alden looked a bit lost. So I do think we miss Henderson tonight, but that's just the way it goes. Like, and I'm not look. I'm not saying he would have come in there tonight and he he would have bossed the game start to finish. But I think we would have been would have been a bit more zipped us. And I think that's the only thing that kept kept West Ham in the game is that when our levels dropped a little bit, they were quite happy. And in fairness. They done all right, but I just hope we missed Henson a bit. And Salah gets the goal. I'd love him to win the golden Boot by one goal. And that'd be it. (laughs) You could look back on that just to annoy people. But listen, you take take goals wherever way they come, don't you? Like whether it's in off your ass or or, or the keeper decides that his hands are holograms, like there's nothing you can do. You take them. Fair the, sense. Uh,
0: Fabianski on the goal of just seen it back there it does take a little the deflection sort of throws him you know Salah hits it and the nicks off the defender and he's sort of setting himself one way and it's probably a bit um, unlucky we still should save it but you know it's just sort of not as horrific as when I've seen it in real time you know that way so maybe we're being a bit too harsh on him or maybe not
1: <laughs> I think, you know, what you're saying there about Henderson, Gav sometimes, and this has happened plenty of times, um, with Liverpool players, you, you only, they actually get better almost by They're not, there. not being in the team, mm. you know, because you see it's becomes glaringly obvious what, what's being missed sort of thing. And I think tonight was a, was a classic illustration of that really, to be honest with you. Mm. But look, we get, we get back to two, two, um, I mean, there's a big enough gap, you know, by our standards. I think, you know, 13 minutes between the second and the third goal. Um, Keith, there seemed to be an inevitability then, you know, once we get back to two-two. I think, um, albeit West Ham, you know, even even towards the end, have some chances, but I think you were starting to see it really show in West Ham and. um Obviously, we get the goal. I, I I have to feel a little bit sorry for for Bobby. If he was half an inch taller, he'd have put that in himself. But Matt, thankfully, Mane's just behind him and tucks it in. And it's, uh, well, it's pretty much wrapped up, feels wrapped up at that point, yeah?
0: Yeah, I mean, I was of the opinion, even when we were 2-1 down, I wasn't overly concerned. I thought we would have come back into it and then the score... The equaliser on, I think it was 20-odd minutes left. Um, Mm -hmm. It was, you know, a good time to score. So I I always felt we were going to to push on and win. Because, as you said, the pressure was building. There was wave after wave, corner after corner. And I thought it happened. now. I was a bit surprised that it it took till the 80-odd minute to get the winner. But, you know, I, I felt we could have, and I know we had one disallowed, but I felt we could have run in a couple and it would have been a lot more comfortable as it was maybe not but Sadio he's he, another off an off day with Mane and he still pops up to score a goal you know and it's 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 a great sign of a player the two of them him and Salah for wide forwards they still they, they get an awful lot of goals you know Bobby hasn't scored at Anfield we all know that it's a bit of a gag and I know Gav we were talking someone in the group said they wouldn't mind them going the whole season maybe getting the league winner at yeah. Anfield
2: yeah um, and <laughs>
0: But I just think he he does, you know, he has his strengths and if he's not on it, maybe the other two dip down a bit. But it's great that they're still getting their goal. So even though he's not getting, you know, as as Ray said, he's a fraction away from getting something on that, but at least Sadio's at the back stick to pop it in, you know. They are just as a front three, they're pretty irrepressible, you know, that way.
1: Yeah, I mean the other there was there was also that one wasn't there, a bit earlier on where um he he basically heads it. It's he's practically on the post, and he heads yeah. it onto the post. And it's like he was
0: unfortunate with that, wasn't he? Because he's yeah. literally at the post, so he tries to jump, and it's like shit. I'm gonna have to hit the post
1: here. I know you see all the faces of the crowd behind the goal. Like it's they're kind of incredulous at what at yeah. what's going on, sort of thing. But I mean, it is. It is starting to become a bit of a thing now, now, isn't it? I mean, obviously, you know, commentators have got onto it because it's getting mentioned, you know, quite a bit. Uh, you know, fans are fully aware of it at this at this stage. I mean, Gav, do, do, are you are you absolutely not bothered? Because I, I know the leagues, you know, a formality at this stage. But um, it, it, I, I think it's start maybe starting to play on his mind a little bit. What what do you think?
2: The Anfield thing um, it may do. But he's very... Do you know the way you hear strikers are streaky? Yeah. I don't even think he's streaky. I think he just... He'll go through... You know, like you see a, a striker might and score in three, but then they get four and four. He's... he's probably doesn't get one in a couple, and then he gets, say, six in ten. Do you know the kind of way he split... Yeah. He's not even a streaky striker. He's just so important to what we do, though. You know, he really is. And um, Will he be bothered by... it? He probably is. He's... He, he, He's a striker for Liverpool. He wants to score goals. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I bothered absolutely not. Um, like I'll put it to this way. If he, if we get past let go Madrid and, and he scores away in a quarter final and a semi final of the European cup and then mm-hmm. lashes one in to secure the title at Goodison. I don't give a fuck what he does. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I don't, I don't care. Do you know what I mean? I, he literally, he can, he can go off and start baptizing people because he's, <laughs> he has all his, uh, has all his certs and all of that now. I'd say after, um, doing the, uh, fast course for Alison. So he can go and do what he wants, right? And Sean, he said something earlier, right? And I think it was half time in the match. And he was saying, lads, they're going to try creating narratives here that just aren't there. And I feel this yeah. for me, no one is, is one, you know. Definitely. You know, yeah. Joe Gomez, like, I know this is a stupid comparison, but Joe Gomez is the centre half of Liverpool. He's six foot, whatever. He's, mm. he's tolerant. And he's domineering. Hasn't scored a professional goal. Mm. You know, th- th- people don't talk about that like, oh, Gomez doesn't do enough in the opposition box. This is yeah. just the thing that people want. They're trying anything. They're trying to find fucking anything. You know what I mean? I'd say if there's a C in the fucking main stand, that's a slightly different shade of red to the rest. I'm sure Sky will do a fucking week-long programme on it. So oh, yeah. You, know, you fuck all
0: else they complain about. The, for me, think, it doesn't look
2: like overall his game is okay. Uh, it's very hard to judge players on tonight because, well, judging them, you'd say they were poor, but it was very hard to pick out a really bad player, and it was hard enough to pick out a really good one. But when it yeah. comes to Firmino, I just look at him and go, no, you just keep doing what you're doing. Because at the end of the day, if we if we go a whole season without scoring a striker scoring a goal at home, and we put 106, 8, 10, 12 points on the board, is anybody going to fucking care? Is anybody going to go, oh, yeah, they done that, but remember the fella didn't score at Anfield? No, I don't. I yeah, remember. but he could
0: finish the season with like, you know, 18 goals and, you know, away from home, you know, he's, he's doing his bit. It's not like he'd be, it's not like El Diouf when he went the whole season to oh, he to. not to get a goal, you know what I mean? Like, because he don't fuck up. Firmino you know, is doing like, you know, so much. And I know everyone gets annoyed when you say Firmino's you know, the system and all this sort of thing. But he... He, he does so much. If you watch that game back tonight, you'll see him dropping deep all the time. You'll see him picking up the ball. You'll see him pulling the ball out of the air with touches that not many others can do. You know, recycling the ball all the time. Mm. I don't think he's bothering the slightest about the goal-scoring thing because he's not a centre-forward. Do you know what I mean? Like, he, he's an attacking midfielder. He didn't grow up as a striker. So it's not, you know, that instinct. You know, they're the ones that, are, that came up as a striker all the way and they're hungry for goals. And don't get me wrong, he wants to score. But I don't think it will play in his mind that he hasn't scored at Anfield because he's contributing in other ways, mm-hmm. and I think that's what Klopp will be saying to him. You know, they're not pulling him aside and saying, "Look, for fuck's sake, Bob, you have to score at Anfield. You haven't scored at Anfield. Oh. Square going to start getting getting onto this, and it's going to become a pressure." Like they they appreciate what he's doing, and they look at his strengths, and it, you know, maybe his strength isn't that he's going to be a prolific goal scorer. but it's as a provider and as a player that recycles recycles possession that presses even though he's probably not pressing as much as he used to he still puts pressure onto defenders and defensive midfielders and for all those things you can't sort of quantify you can't go to stats i'm sure someone probably will but you know it's it's the the donkey walk that he does that's so important so we don't i don't think they judge him too much too harsh on the goals
1: yeah well look i mean obviously we Look like we've got the fourth goal. Would have been a hat trick of Trent assists. Um, unfortunately, it was chalked off. What was your What was your view on Trent's performance tonight, um, Gav? Oh,
2: very mixed. Like just we're recording this live for the first time. I think we've ever done it on this on speaker, and people are in here in the chat room. So um, mm. I asked for a man of the match out a few minutes ago. A lot of commitment, mm. Trent. You know, uh, um, Kevin Sullivan comes just on Bobby He, he says Bobby is going to slip in a brace very soon Still getting in all the right positions to score It'll come mm-hmm. And then he questions whether Gomez even goes up for corners anymore He was the last man Maybe he is and that's why he's not scoring And he should take a long hair look at himself The player.
1: Hey don't forget the Johnsons are coming over I want to find a rosé Jill hasn't tried yet
0: Let's go exploring at Total Wine Their prices are ridiculously low wondrous selection helpful guides always low prices total wine and more look to the captain the captain looks to the manager and the manager looks to you it's time to be heard pitch is the new app that gives football fans the voice you deserve get your views sent straight to media pundits commentators on the club you love from dodgy penalties to rating match performance make your opinion count the
2: manager's looking to sub him off and the fans agree. Download the Pitch app for free today. Be heard. Oh, there is comments coming there. I'm sure random questions will come in near the end and stuff. Um okay.
1: what was the question, Ray? Uh, just oh, Trent just looking for Trent. your yeah, your view on Trent.
2: Yeah. Trent um, he was poor. Um, first half and anyway, uh, there's one in the first half where he can clear it. And instead of just putting his foot through and clearing he, he tries to be, I don't know whether he's trying to be too cute not, but he skies it in the air. Um, it's coming down and Antonio was behind him and I don't know whether he's trying to control it or whether he, and he knocks it over a corner. Um, and it might be just before, just after they score when they're getting those succession of corners you were speaking about. Yeah. He, he gets in some good positions. I think he was crowded out a little bit tonight though with the, with, with the way we were playing in midfield. Henderson usually empties that area out lets the ball get to Trent, and then Salah and Firmino start clicking into gear and looking for the ball and looking to play. Trent seemed to be crowded out with some... What I mean by crowded out was the the avenue to him was being crowded out. He seemed to be left a lot with the ball on the right to just put crosses in, and that looked like a tactic from West Ham to say, we're big enough to head these away, which some clubs have done against us this season. But look, he's as you said, if if Manny isn't offside there, it's a hat-trick of assists. You know that way so, yeah.
1: like it would have been. You know, yeah, yeah, not yeah. for the first time this yeah, season, so, it would have been a hat trick of assists in a game. Exactly. So, w- what do you say?
2: Yes. Yeah. You probably put him in with the rest of the team, going probably a six and a half out of ten overall. But in fairness to him, when the time marked, he gets the cross in for Ronaldo. He squares for, he squares for um, Mane. You know, to make a three-two, and yeah, he's probably he probably does get man of the match simply on that basis.
1: Mm, yeah, I think you're right, Gav. I think in my mind, the the team almost is just full of five and six out of tens tonight, and it's hard to, to to really. I'd say this is a night where you might get four or five different shouts for man of the match, just because no one absolutely stands out. So I will ask. I will ask you before we wrap up the game, uh, Keith, your man of the match.
0: I thought Gene was okay. I thought Genie was decent uh, I thought every time he was getting under pressure I thought he was using his strength and he was trying to get us forward so I'd have given it to you now. I'm sure no one else would agree but it was one of them games as we said no one stood out so everyone would probably have different opinions I mean I think Trent summed it up perfect and Sartegav to touched on it there you didn't have a great performance I didn't think he was great I thought he was in possession he was actually defensively he was he was pretty poor but as you said he nearly gets three assists. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, so mm-hmm. he'll get judged and people will say, oh, well, we've done that, but on the other side, he, you know, he got found. And we have to remember, I suppose, teams will still always target his side. Do you know what I mean? Even though he's, yeah. he's a cracking player, they will look at, it as if there's one sort of chink in a team, it's the right side, mm-hmm. our right side of the defence between him and Gomez. And I think Felipe Anderson roused him a couple of times tonight as well. And, you know, he wasn't bad, Trent, but I didn't think he was great. But then again, you know, it's like if someone scores a hat trick and doesn't have a good game, they're still gonna be man of you the mind. Man You man probably man. can't argue with it, you know, that way. But mm. personally I thought Genie
2: was the was the standout. Mm. And Gav. Uh, I'm gonna give it to Trent. Um, when I look across although Allison makes a brilliant save near the end. Yeah, and he's, he does, not, he's, he's, not, fair, he's yeah. not he's not he's not at fault for the goal. He's fairly solid. Uh I thought Robertson it just wasn't happening for him, and I think that was a, uh, I think that was a byproduct of of it not happening for Mane for the majority as well. They seem to want to crowd him as well. They, they seem to, they seem to look at Salah and Mane and go, listen, just get men around them and stop it getting to Firmino, and then it opens up. So Mane was quiet enough, but he gets a goal. You know the way, like we're talking about players not playing well, and then you come back with, but well, he scored. He got two assists. You know the kind yeah. of way. <laughs> so it, it's it's a bit mad. Like the centre has are fine. Gomez makes one mistake. But other than that, they were okay. But they don't look as focused for me, you know. And even yeah. even Van Dyke usually comes out and he zips passes into into Robertson. They seem to be quite laboured in what they were doing. Midfield looked a bit lost for me, and that's that's okay. That can happen. Mm. And the front three, as I said, West Ham are quite good at just trying to smother the two wide lads to stop them from getting to from to Firmino. And maybe that's why Oxay Chamberlain was brought on to try break lines and, and try open that up a bit. But I think I will. Yeah. I think I go with Trent because. He's still young, he's still very young He's he's playing right back and he's expected To defend, he's expected to be a midfielder And he's expected to be one of the, probably the main Supplier of goals um, in this team and, and he does all quite well All of them quite well, but tonight Yeah, as Keith said, not great At different different times, but at the end Of the day, we're sitting here with a 3-2 win And Trent's responsible, part, in part for, yeah. for two of them, you know, so it's Trent for me
1: Yeah, I think As uh, I say, it was. The, I think it was hard Tonight, I mean you know, Naby Keita was my man of the match before the game started, but I had to change my mind on that, <laughs> lads, as the yeah. game went on. I, uh, uh, and to be fair, I think his replacements, um I think Oxlade-Chamberlain did really well when he came on, and I, I, I actually think I'd give it to him, because I, I thought Genie play, was playing was playing the best of the midfield three but I thought when Ox came on he just gave us that bit of extra kind of zip and that bit of extra directness that we needed and and so I I'd, I'd give it to him because I think he was uh, I think he was excellent when he came on and I think he's probably done enough potentially to keep his place for the next game um against Watford so look we'll um we'll look ahead a little bit it's 18 wins league wins on the spin um which I think equals Manchester City's record. So yeah. we go to Wofford uh next in the league looking to set yet another record in what has been an absolutely ridiculous season. Um you would like to think that we've shaken off the rust at this stage. Um where's your mind at Gavin? I think I, I think we've also touched on it here. Do you do you think it's rust? Do you think it's a bit of complacency? Do you think it's almost trying to keep that this pace up is almost impossible? What what which which of the things do you think can potentially um come back to sort of haunt us a little bit in terms of setting this next record?
2: I'd like to think it's not complacency, Ray, but when you look at that game tonight if we apply ourselves properly, not play over them, you know, out this world, but apply ourselves properly, I think we win that game handy. Uh, the application tonight for me, I'm not saying they weren't, they weren't trying. I'm not saying they weren't committed, but what I mean by the application is movement, speed of passing, tempo, you know, the intensity, the, the, the willingness to, to get around Salah, Firmino, Mane, you know, try something different. It wasn't quite there for me tonight. Is that complacency? I don't know. I'd like to hope it's just a bit of rustiness and there is a bit of weariness in the legs and, and that's slowly going to get there after Norwich, after it let to go after today. We have a, we have a tough enough game coming up next week against Watford away. They're fighting mm-hmm. for their lives and they're probably yeah. the team down the bottom of the league that you go, they probably have the most about them, in my opinion. Um, I, I spoke about West Ham and Watford the other night on the, on the, the daily show and, or the early Show as as Dicko likes to call it, <laughs> um, and I was saying that Moyes just doesn't play players in their positions and and use them to the best of their ability. The Watford think a, they were beaten at Old Trafford. They were, yeah, one, yeah. Whatever. A little bit someday. of a
1: surprise. How? Yeah, yeah. it was
2: yeah, yeah. Three Yeah. They were beating three 0 But I think when you are Vicarage Road, you'll see them being. They will be up for it. They'll 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 try to get at us. They'll 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 have nothing to lose, and they probably have. I think they're one of the better sides down there. Out mm. of the six that are in um, it. I hope it's not complacency, right? What could scupper us? Uh, only ourselves. Because at the end mm. of the day, when you when you, you, when you you look at what, what we have versus what the rest have, it's very simple. We're much better than them. And, and I mean all of them. All of the 19 teams yeah. in this league. And, you know, people will say, well, C, this and C, the fuck see and fuck everybody else. We're better than everybody in this league by... Twenty-two points at this moment, and people will call it a weak, a weak league. I think when the when the league actually finishes at the end of the season, when you see the amount of points that City will accumulate, probably somewhere between eighty-five and ninety. I think, um, that will win a league title at uh, most seasons. Um, yeah. bar bar probably four or five, maybe. Um, maybe six. I'm like, someone will quote me on that. But when you, when it actually all settles down, it's, it's not a poor league. That's just, again, another agenda that's being put out there to try diminish what Liverpool are doing. Nothing, nothing, nothing can stop. I'm not saying nothing can stop us, but if we apply ourselves properly, Ray, and I mean <coughs> going and winning the next three, four games and saying, you know we're winning it, and if you fault that we're there, we're on top of you. And then the test comes afterwards that you've six or seven left or whatever it is, and then you're saying, "Well, do you want to go and beat?" Or we're a bit iffy in the Champions League here, they let like go one is huge. But mm. I, I listen, I, I'd be very surprised if Liverpool don't do somewhere around at least one hundred and five points in the league this season, at yeah. least.
1: At this Which stage, year?
0: you'd be wanting that, wouldn't you?
1: We're on seventy nine. Yeah. Yeah. I know. It's crazy stuff. You know it that? is. And and if you look at the fixtures as well. I think we've the same
2: amount of points, I think I read on the chat earlier, as As United's treble winning team.
0: Yeah.
2: From 99. Today, we've the same amount of points as they got in the league that year.
1: Wow. So. It is mad stuff, isn't it? And, and look, the way the fixtures are coming up as well, I mean, they're all, you know, city aside, um, and maybe a tricky enough trip to Goodison on a Monday night, but... Everything else, I think, is just uh, is just more than you know, more than winnable at a, a kind of half pace, really, at this stage. Um, I mean, for me, Wofford, you know, they had the big, you know, they had the big bounce from the manager, and it lasted a long, long time, and it obviously got them to, you know, relative safety. But as you say, Gav, they're still fighting for their lives down there, and and they seem to have, uh, you know, obviously they've fallen back into the into the. Bottom three now, and they, you know, they, they need they almost need a second win from the manager at this at this yeah. point. So we just, I think we just need to go there and not give them any any encouragement. Um, I think if we're going to be if we if we're going to choose a team, uh, choose a game to get fully back on it, uh, that's the team to do it against. I think uh, next week, and then we can maybe start putting some of the the doubts to one side and um, Keith um, it's four more wins. I'm quoting Gav here uh, yeah. before he gets the opportunity to, uh, to do it himself on the Everywhere. famous countdown. It might just happen Gav. It might just happen at this stage. Yeah. Why well, am know, I down to four? Or yeah. Uh, down to am four I down to four? Yeah. You're down to four. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
2: I am. And I think I I, I, I want to be so spot on on this. I really do. You know, yeah. is it,
1: is it, is it? it it's, it's Palestine. It's Palace, the the,
2: the, the game, you know. So if City drop points at any stage, say away to United, we win it at Goodison with three more wins. Is that right?
1: No, I I, I think um, think they would have to be beaten at Old Trafford, I think I heard there, Gav, or they'd have to drop points in two different games, which is unlikely. I think it's basically a United win. Otherwise, you're going to get your famous four more wins.
2: Yeah. Well, to be honest with you, I wanted to be right. (sighs) Yeah. I really do. But having said that, I will happily be one game out to do with a Goodison. Uh, mm-hmm. I'd, I'd, I'd happily be 10 out to do it at Goodison. Um, but loads of people come on to me about that and go, that's 32. And I am going, no, no, no. Listen, 30 yeah. wins and then whatever draws we get, that'll be enough. Even if we win 33, take them nine points off us. 30 wins will be enough, you know, mm. at the end of it. And it will be because right now, if we win, if we win, what if we won 26? If we win four more and then lose the rest, we'll win the league by a point. Yeah, yeah. We have yeah, you know, said of, it all along. No
0: one's going
2: over well, 90. Well, I have said, I did say, yeah, I did say no one's going over 90, but I'll happily, Ray, I'll happily be a game out for, um, for Liverpool, the winner at Goodison and, uh um, Mad Dick go to the absolutely over the fucking mill. We should be, de- we're doing this league for Ray Dickinson's mother as far as I'm <laughs> That's, it, that's I how That's so. how committed I am to it now.
1: Or Paddy's Day Eve, I mean, things just couldn't the stars couldn't align any better, could we, they? I we mean we spoke about this last week. Yeah. Know?
2: So basically, right, if City so get beaten at Old Trafford, we can go yeah. to Goodison and win the mm-hmm. league at mm-hmm. Goodison, right? Um I, in a farewell to the grand old lady of English football, um, because um yeah. they're moving to the Aqua Centre down the road, right? <laughs> so the last trophy to be won um at Goodison will be yeah. Liverpool's league title, right? Which is amazing. Right? right? You, you haven't thought about it like this, haven't you, Snap? No. Oh, yeah. Like, the last trophy to be won at Goodison oh. will be Liverpool's league title, right? Uh, unless they go and win something in, well, the, the stadium's never gonna happen, but anyway, pretend it will, right? Yeah. And then, uh, on top of that, we'll all be out in Dublin, having the crack. And no. Matt dick will be in Dublin, and she hates yeah. everything blue. Um, yeah. Everton, Blue Peter, um, <laughs> the colour blue, everything blue, the, the blue band balls. blue, the bands that everything. are blue. Uh, she, she won't doesn't, she won't she won't get in a blue taxi. No, and she doesn't like blue, the the music by blue, she doesn't like <laughs> anything like that. You know what I mean? Um so it's just I just think it's amazing. I just think it's a perfect setup. And ever since you told me the story about her hating everything fucking blue. I'm just I love the woman. I've never met her, but I absolutely love and adore the woman and if Liverpool can win her at Goodison against the Blues, um well, we're all drinking with Mad Diggo in Dublin, I think you you can't top that. You really can't.
1: <laughs> Exactly, it'll it'll go down um, in history folklore. and uh, <laughs> in folklore. Yeah, yeah. day trippers, yeah. day trippers folklore with all of those great, uh, great times and stoutmans that we've there, had. There'll, had be a, there'll be a
2: collage of photos um, on display in Trinity College in Dublin. I reckon oh, <laughs> people will be
0: telling their grandkids about it and all.
2: Yeah, they'll yeah. born the book of Kells and just stick the, the, the photo collage um, yeah. in, in Trinity College. That's where I reckon it'll happen.
1: Well look it's um it's all ahead of us and um the the only other thing i wanted to touch on because it's still a little bit raw really I, you know it's a defeat that we don't suffer very often but i was you know thinking to myself there tonight um at letico um they'll obviously be watching that um maybe it will lead them into a little bit of a lull and a false sense of security because to be fair, the, the difference between a Monday night football in the Premier League and a Tuesday night football in the Champions League is like night and day, isn't it? Um, you know, it's, it's, it's unbelievable, really. But um, I know it's a little bit off, Keith, in the distance, and we've still got, you know, league games, FA Cup game before uh, that. But, after, you know, now the dust has settled, are you still confident to going through?
0: I am, yeah, to be honest. I think the the fact that there is a three week break between the, the two legs isn't a bad thing. Well, we do look a bit, you know, 5 10% off at the moment. And maybe these next few games, including the FA Cup game, will give some of the other fringe players a bit of a, a chance to stake a claim that when it does come to the Atletico game, we might just be back up and running at that stage. And mm-hmm. I, I agree. I think, you know, Atletico. A lot of the talk coming out of the Atletico camp that you'll read online, it, it stinks of overconfidence, a little mm. bit of arrogance. You know, look, I like Atletico, I like Simeone, I like what he do. But I just think they could nearly fall into a little bit of a trap of thinking that it's done, and that could suit us. But I think the fact that we have these few games, you know, as you said, we play what for the weekend? Tough game. Look, let's be honest, it's 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 one of our tougher games we're going to see in this little period and we can get through that and then bomb it. They're not bad little uh, games to get before that, you know, for the likes of Mane, for the likes of Bobby to just click into a bit more gear. Um, so, yeah, no, I'm, so I'm confident we can go through I think, you know, you can't rule this team out. You can't rule it out on a European night in Anfield and certainly not with a one-goal one goal lead. No, I think you know, we're still well in with a chance of that. And I think it's one of them, like, look, I was, like Gav, I was overconfident in the force, like how we could have really bet Atletico, and that was nothing to do really with Atletico, right, they were a bit of dodgy form themselves, So I just thought we would have had one of them watershed moments, you know, and mm. gave them a bit of a spanking. But I think we can have the watershed moment now, and if we overturn this, it's, a one, it's only a one nil defeat, but it's a one nil defeat against the best defensive team probably at the last 10 years, you know. They're an outrageously hard team to beat, um, so I think this could be, you know, use that as the chance to turn it around, and that might trigger us on for the rest of the season.
1: Yeah, I mean, Leicester themselves seem to be coming into a little bit of form. They had another win there at the weekend, but Gav, the um, the other the other dimension of this is obviously the FA Cup. Um, with the FA Cup coming up directly after the Watford game. Uh I think it's a Tuesday night, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, so it's Saturday to Tuesday. Mm. Um obviously you expect them to go very strong against Wofford, maybe one or two changes. But what 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 do you what do you see on the horizon for the Chelsea game in terms of how serious he's gonna take that?
2: I I'm leaning towards a mix of, of what we've seen in the FA Cup so far and players in the forced, you know, forced team squads. Yeah. I think People seem to think Chelsea are gonna go very strong on this, and I don't know if they are. You know but they're in a dog fight now, aren't they? They are they're yeah. in an absolute dog fight, And did he beat Spurs at the weekend? He did. They beat Spurs at the weekend, they they the weekend yeah. but but United won. Sheffield mm-hmm. Sheffield United drew, but they're still in around mm-hmm. there. Wolves are in a decent run of form. Um Arsenal are the best team in Europe, according to Mikel Arteta. Um <laughs> but they're in a dog fight, and I don't know whether they turn and say is it another game they control themselves into and say, yeah, we're absolutely going to go for it. D- do they have a European game then coming up as well?
0: Um, yeah, they have Bayern Munich.
2: Yeah, they
1: have Munich coming up this
2: yeah, week. So, yeah, yeah. so yeah. so they have, they have a game there and then they'll have a game the weekend, then they'll have us on the Tuesday. So, I don't know how strong Chelsea go. Then again, I don't know if Chelsea have the squad to mix it up. I'm sure they have because they've about 900 fucking players. But, I don't know, I think I think Liverpool approached this with a mix of, you know, Lalanis, Lovrens, Matips, um Minaminos, you know, Arrigis. There there's five. You know what I mean? Mm. And then, then you can put in your Wilson or not your Wilson, your um Curtis Jones, Curtis Jones Harvey um, Elliott, Harvey Elliott Williams. and the likes of that Shira Vela, um, Nico mm-hmm. Williams stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can go and do LaRouge. something like that then um left back maybe an issue with Larucci, you don't know, but adrian in goal does, does a does
1: a grand team to put in there absolutely no problem yeah. um and you and do you think he he you know he doesn't mess about as far as the bench is concerned, and he has the likes of Salah on there and manet and some of these. Who can come on and potentially change the game if we need to get something? Because there's, the there's, there's no replay situation as well, is there? So no, no, it, it has to be one on the night. Yeah,
0: yeah he might not be. even extra time; it's straight to penals, isn't it? Mm.
2: Yeah. Panels. So he might he might look at it and say, you know, put a Mane or a Salah on the bench, and maybe uh, the likes of an Oxley Chamberlain, you know. Uh, but I, I've said it before: there's, there's twenty players in their squad, and no problem playing any time. He'd probably assess it after Watford and go, right, who looks like they're up to speed? Who looks like he might use it as an exercise just to get people up to speed if he believes that, if he believes that Kate is still not there or Fabinho mightn't still be there. He might need just that extra jolt before he goes and plays Bournemouth. You never know, but listen, the FA Cup will only come into focus if they manage to get past Chelsea. And then there's the problem. If they get past Chelsea, the Palace game has moved, you know. It is, yeah. And
1: yeah, I feel sorry for people. pushed out. yeah, be pushed
2: out then, wouldn't it, to Man yeah. City? So, yeah. And I, I, I feel a bit. I'd feel a bit sorry for people that have basically gambled on it being Palace to to win the league. Yeah. Mm. Paid a lot of money, and mm. will end up going to Liverpool and or playing fucking I don't know, whoever in the cup. Do you know what I mean? Oh, uh, so, imagine. I, I'm not too worried about the FA Cup. But it will only come into focus properly, I think, in Klopp's mind once if he goes, if he gets past Chelsea.
1: Yeah. And that's the that's the kind of that's the potential spanner in the works isn't it in terms of where we win this thing it's uh I mean it's it's just crazy isn't it to think you know we're at the we're well, it's the 24th of February and we are four more wins from winning our first league title in 30 years I mean it's 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 crazy, you know, just before coming on here, speaking to my missus, and, and you know, you can't believe you're having this conversation, can you, Keith?
0: No, it's, you know, it's ridiculous. You know, we're not used to to having this chat. Do you know, I don't know, I'm baffled, I'm... um, I'm just I'm, I'm going to stop you there for a second, lads. Sorry, I have one eye on uh, the Monday Night Football here. They're doing the greatest ever English club, so I don't know if anyone's <laughs> watching it. You just want to have a guess who came
2: number one? United's in 99.
0: No, no, Liverpool, 75 to 78. Right, oh, okay. they They're doing it on make-up stats of who's won European <laughs> Cups. Uh, players, they the and They're giving them points and all that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but we won it. So it's not uh, a debate. You know,
2: it's just loads of numbers. It's
0: just Carry Garden, yeah. Yeah. I Jones just I thought you ninety
2: nine because Neville. They came fourth
0: or something. Yeah, they came fourth. No, United you know, came second from 06 to 09 They came second on oh, C really? City. City didn't even I don't know where City came. Sorry, so it was one way on that That's side. okay. I
1: thought it was maybe a, you know, the six hundred and thirty fourth replay of, 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 of a classic Man New Arsenal game that Sky seemed to put out every night just yeah. to no, remind no, that's people coming on that. next. <laughs>
2: yeah. It's like therapy, isn't it? Yeah. No, so sorry. Well, I have a
1: couple of random questions for you before we go. Anymore. Okay, okay. Go on then, Gav, throw them in, we're pretty much there.
2: Right, okay, the fourth one was uh, would you rather be permanently on stilts or permanently have two foam fingers?
0: I <laughs> <laughs> only have little legs, so we'll take the stilts. I'll take the
2: fucking stilts all day long.
0: Yeah, I'm short so...
2: We'll Although the there is a garage on the next road that says I'm 5 foot and I always stick by that, so um, there there's a measuring tape inside the door and I don't know who
1: put it up, but it's five for eight, so I'm taking that. Uh, take it. Dicko, what, can you, what, can you, what can you do with two? F- I, I don't understand what you could actually do with the phone fingers. Yeah, I don't know, but
2: you'd either, either have to be permanently on stilts for Yeah, the rest of your life I yeah. just permanently yeah. have phone fingers, two phone fingers. I
1: yeah, think I'd take like two phone fingers. I'm sure I'd be able to get used to it quick enough. I don't know. Yeah,
2: like I can imagine, I can imagine Think I'm meeting someone and going. Listen, don't mind the foam fingers, right? Yeah. You just take a little bit of getting used to, and then you'll be grand.
0: (laughs) I kissed on them earlier, and they're still wet, so I won't shake your hand.
2: Yeah. 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 You wouldn't wring that finger out for me there, would you? Before we head off. Uh, uh, the other one was, the other one was, did anybody, has anybody tried the new, uh, flavors of Tato? So for anybody that doesn't know the new flavors of Tato, and for anybody who probably listening that, and from Ireland, Tayto is a form of crisps. Uh, but Dicko, have you seen the new flavors? No, oh, are they
1: trial? Have you got a vote for them or something like no, that? No, I, no.
2: Um, Basically, it's a. Uh, I think it's bacon and cabbage is one of them.
1: Jeez. Okay. One
2: flavor, and the other one is like Irish stew,
1: <laughs> beef stew. Okay. Um, I'd say they go down. i say they go down at Streetwick with, with Keith's whole man. He loves all oh, oh, that. I yes. know. Oh, yeah. He. he he wouldn't
0: eat them in crisps. Liam, he'd... isn't it? It's his name, Liam. Liam, yeah, Liam it is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Absolute ash
2: being the fella. I'd say, <laughs> I, I'd say he puts, I'd say you just poured in crisps onto a bit of bread and stick it in the, in the sandwich maker. Oh, yeah. If it can go on bread and can fit in the sandwich maker,
0: it's gone it's Yeah, bread. just real, just, real dip cabbage, in, real dip, bacon. Dip, dip yeah, into, real cabbage
1: and bacon,
2: not a butter. Dipped into a bowl of cabbage water and then just lashed into the, uh, yeah, into the thing. Sorted.
1: What more do you want? So, I
2: will have to um, look out for those. So, uh the bacon and cabbage does intrigue me. Yeah, I'm gonna get. You know, know oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go, go. I'm gonna go out and get a couple of packets and uh, have them on the show live tomorrow night or the night after. <laughs> a taste <laughs> test. Taste test. Yeah. Uh, Somebody else asks. Um, let me see. Where's that gone? Uh, oh, Kevin Sullivan recommends bacon and cabbage tomato. Sam- t- bacon and cabbage tato on a sandwich with brown sauce. That's absolutely horrible. That's a bit mad, yes. isn't it? You're Is right. that halal? Um, I don't know if it's allowed. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Grizz, Grizz, like there. Um, on the tail. about that Dylan says that uh, Timo's Timo Werner's family were in the crowd tonight. Apparently, um, yeah, oh, according yeah. to Indy. Yeah, um, there was another one there. Someone asked about a film. Oh yeah, uh, Noel Tracy asks, uh, "The Terminator or Mad Max?" Terminator. I Ooh. do like Mad Max. I
0: do like Mad Max. Never seen Marvel. Mad Max. Original, ah, oh, it's great. no Mad Max, uh, the maybe originals, like... the ter- but the terminator I sort of grew up, you know, Terminator Two, especially when I was a teenager, I was the dog's bollock, so yeah, I would go Terminator.
1: Okay, yeah, go Terminator. Mad Max is Mel Gibson, isn't it? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. never seen.
1: It. Yeah, been a long time since I've seen that movie. no I've never ever ever seen it. Neither um, would be my scene, though, to be honest with you. Yeah, neither would be what. No, neither would be my scene to be honest. Oh, neither with you.
2: would be your scene. Sorry, thanks. No,
1: no. I, I, I liked, uh, you know, was it was it Keith the other night who was who was raving about the Back to the Future trilogy? Oh, uh, I
0: yeah. watched number three earlier. Great yeah. film. Yeah, yeah.
1: That's that's my that's my personal fave. i
2: I'm in trouble. Yeah, I'm in trouble it. with Carl because I haven't watched Rocky for yet. Have you not watched Rocky Four?
0: Get on it. It's fucking brilliant. Yeah.
1: Rocky uh, They IV IV should have is... ended it. They should have ended it after three. Should have ended the of the lot
0: now the first two I show you The third one is good. The fourth one is absolute masterpiece and the rest of them are garbage.
2: All right. I might get to, I might do it. I might Telling it you right.
0: the soundtrack in all of Rocky Ford is top notch. Rocky Ford is of, where it's
2: at. I have the five of them on, on um at the Lux D V D set here. You know? Um get on it. Oh, you, oh, it's mad putting DVDs into, into stuff now, isn't it?
0: Yeah it is. It you feels I mean?
2: old school. It feels like you should be cheating. I'm watching it online somewhere. And yeah. you know, breaking the law, but anyway, yeah, I think that is that all straight.
1: Yeah, I think it is. No more randoms, no no, no random more posters. randoms, no more randoms. Okay. Just people are eating mad looking sandwiches. Yeah, I'll look out for those crisps through the week. So, look, we'll um, we'll finish off. Um, for now, we will be back probably in our natural home, I would suggest. Uh, next Monday, where we'll be looking back at the uh, Wofford game and we will be looking forward to the FA Cup game. So we will purposefully try no, to avoid having Phil in the studio because he does not do FA Cup. Oh,
2: he is in next week.
1: Oh, is he? Oh, yeah. great. <laughs> mm.
2: I, think next week is, I think next week is Ray, Dicko, oh, it's you, I think, if you're around. Yeah. Uh, I think it's me, it's Paddy Lawson, it's Phil, and it'll be one other. The train yeah. team.
1: Mm. Yeah, well, look, Phil, Phil will be giving you all of his, uh, FA Cup, um, memories. Yeah, his memories. Yeah, yeah. he might try, he might try again. Oh, that's what we Some do. That's what we do. Memory, he, won't, he won't, he won't
2: listen to this and he's not editing it tonight, so we can talk oh. about it, right? So, <laughs> what we do is, right, we'll all go in and we just pick, if everyone can have a couple of random FA Cup memories from all different teams, you know, yeah. like, remember Mickey Thomas for Rexham against Arsenal and all, all that sort of stuff, and he'll absolutely blow a gasket, it'd be great. Yeah, what, do you remember Sutton? You
1: remember Sutton United beating Coventry? Phil, what a day was that your, was! Who was your
2: yeah. man? Who was your man for Woking? Do you remember your man for Woking got the hat trick in the early nineties? Well,
1: that's actually Martin Tyler's club. You know, Woking is his is is his first love actually. But uh, yeah, they were they were they were regular. Oh,
2: there, was, there was there was a fella from Woking, and like they were talking about him for a week after he scored a hat trick in the FA Cup third round for Woking. I'll we'll, have it ready. we'll have it ready for next. Yeah, yeah, ready. we'll have it ready for next.
1: Right. Okay, well look, we'll uh we'll catch up at you all again next week. Over and out.
0: When you get a ticket for not wearing your seatbelt, it comes from the police and from your mother. And your best friend.
2: And your family.
0: We want you to buckle up every trip, every time. Three out of four people ejected from a vehicle in a crash will die. If you won't do it for yourself, do it for us. We like having you around. Click it or ticket. A message from the Michigan Office of Highway Safety Planning. Ese último McNugget me toca a mí porque soy la mayor. Y eso qué tiene que ver? Los mayores se respetan. Eso no existe, cierto, mamá? Ya. Yeah.